0: Boy, I feel the presence of God in this place. So we're going to change some stuff up just a little bit today. Y'all remember this encounter between Jesus and this man? He's asking Jesus to do something for him. And Jesus, just kind of the gist of it was he says, Hey, yeah, I I can do it. If you believe, yeah. and the guy said, Lord, I believe. Help me with my unbelief. It's probably one of the more real statements you're ever going to hear, you know. I love this song because God is absolutely faithful, yeah? yeah. yeah. Absolutely faithful. You ever have one of those. See, like those seasons where you just say, Lord, I believe. Man, can you help me with this, this bit of unbelief that I have? And you walk through those, those tougher seasons of life, man, I, I tell you, knowing something here and knowing something here are two completely different things. And when you hit a season of life where it's got to come from here. Looking at a situation and saying, Lord, I I don't know how you're going to work this out. I believe that you will. I believe that you will. I don't know. Help me with processing through what I don't understand about this. Help me with understanding. Help me process through what I'm not seeing. I know you see it, but I don't see it right now. I know you see how healing is going to take place, but I don't see it. I know you see how you're going to provide, but I don't see it right now. I know you see how my children are going to come back to you, but I don't see that right now. Lord, help me with that unbelief. And that's just real life, you know. That's just real life. (laughs) I remember thinking back, the Lord took me back to this point in time that, honestly, I try not to go back to. Um, This is a real dark season in in my life. Um, Kelly and I had just been, Kelly's my wife, uh, we'd just just been through, I mean, literal hell on earth. problems with the business, losing a home, and and dealing with issues with people in church, which, you know, we're all in need of Jesus, and sometimes there's just those special people that like to push buttons and all of that. It was one of those seasons like that, um, while I was serving in ministry and and not a pastor yet, and we had just lost a child. And y'all that have experienced something like that, you, you know, there's just, there's no words for a situation like that. I was just processing through all of this stuff, trying to figure out where where true north was, you know, and trying to figure out what, what to land my feet on because knowing it here is different than having to work it out here. So many unanswered questions and so many situations. I praise God that in that season, he helped me with the things that I didn't understand. And what I'm feeling in the room today is that, man, there's people walking through that. And it might not be as extreme as what I just shared with you. I shared it with you, one, because the Lord wanted me to, and two, just because I want you to know, hey, you are not by yourself, all right? You're not walking through the seasons and storms of life alone. You're not processing through this stuff on your own. You're not isolated in this, and I think the enemy would have you think that, but you're not alone, man you're in a room full of people that have walked through it and more importantly, you've got a Savior who is faithful. Who is faithful. And I don't know who this is for and I know there's a big blank to leave for something like this but if you're walking through a situation right now, if you're walking through something right now and and maybe you would say, Lord, I believe, man, help me. Help me with, with my, um, help me with what I don't understand right now. Man, I really feel like there's a special presence of God in the place to speak specifically to that today and to pull you out of that struggle and into a solid place of faith. I think the Lord wants to do that for us today. So I don't know who it is. I don't know what you're walking through. Maybe you're watching online right now and this is hitting home. I'd say just... Put everything on pause and just allow God to speak to you. This is what I want to do. Man, we do this from time to time when we feel led and prompted to do this. We're just putting stuff on pause today. And I want to open up this altar area. If you need prayer, if you want prayer, if you're going through a season of life like that, then I'm telling you, you need to respond to this. You need to come up here and you need to let God meet you where you are. Amen? the, The beautiful thing about the honesty of that guy was Jesus did what he asked him to do. Jesus did what he asked him to do. And I still believe the Lord can do that for you today. Amen? So if that's shield on the count of three, I want you to come on up. You know. You know what you're going through. All right? So one, two, three. Come on up. Come on up, whoever it is. Come on up. Come on up. And let's let the Lord minister to us today. Let's let the presence of God yeah. do what he needs to do in this place today. Listen. There, there's something special going on, man. This this is not every this is not an every Sunday kind of thing. This is this is for you today. All right. Don't want you to miss out on this. If you if you're not up here yet, listen. I, God can reach you where you are. All right. But there is just something to be said about stepping out and responding so if you're not up here yet and you need to come on up here come on up here and let's let God do what God does best boy I had I had a great little message to preach today may get to it but God's wanting to do this right now I believe help me with my unbelief that's just so real that's so real I love that we got a Savior that gets us. I love that we've got a Savior that, man, regardless of what we're walking through, the Bible says that we can come before him boldly, just like we are, not holding anything back. Man, and he meets us where we are. There's a lot of stuff represented up here. I'm not going to pretend to understand it all. I'm not going to pretend to know it all. This is what I know. The one who does is the one who can move the mountains. He's the one that can make all the stuff be resolved. Okay, his name is Jesus. name is Jesus. So all across this altar area, and if y'all will, all in this house, let's just lift up our hands and let's just begin to go before him. Let's go before him with whatever it is, whether it's the hurt, whether it's the situation, whether... Whether it's someone else, whatever it is, let's lift it up to him right now. Get it in your mind. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we bring all of this stuff before you now. Father, we believe, and for some of us here this morning, Lord, we're saying help us with that unbelief. Help us with the stuff that we don't understand. Father, let your grace and your mercy be extended in this moment. Father, let your healing and your restoration take place. Boy, there's that one word question that's probably got all of us up here, and it's why? Why? Why is this happening? Why did it have to play out that way? Father, this is what we know, that your ways are higher than our ways, that your wisdom is higher than our wisdom. And our job isn't to try to figure it all out. Our job is to trust you, to work things out for the good, to trust you in the things that we don't understand necessarily because, Lord, we're limited in our perspective because we're on this side of eternity. We don't see the full picture like you do. The reality that we deal with ends with a birth or begins with a birth date and ends with a death date. And we have a hard time seeing past that to billions of years into eternity when we're ruling and reigning with you. And sometimes trusting that you have a greater plan can be difficult because of that perspective. Father, open our eyes today to trust you in a way that maybe we haven't before. Lord, to release this stuff to you in a way that we haven't been able to before in your presence. Lord, we give this all to you right now. I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask some prayer warriors to come up and stand behind these people. I, w- I want to make sure we, we've got everyone getting prayed for here this morning. I'm going to come down and pray for a little bit um, with you guys. But I, I'm not the only one in this church that can pray. Amen. So the only rule is don't be a distraction to what's going on here and just be sensitive to what the Spirit of God is is speaking to us here today. Man, we serve a powerful God. Amen. He's faithful. Amen. Let's just begin to worship Him in this moment. I'm gonna let the, the band take over and just lead us in worship all in this place. Let's just set this time aside to focus on God Do you know what you're up here for? Let's lay that down at his feet and worship the God who is the solution. Sometimes we look for the solution to be handed to us, and honestly, the solution to it all is the one that we worship. Let's put our focus on him. Let's put our focus on him this morning and see what he's going to do in our lives all across this place. Let's stand. Let's lift up our hands. Let's press in a little further, and let's let God move in our lives today. Guys, if it's okay, I'm going to share a little bit about what the Lord put on my heart for today. Thank you so much, worship team, for leading us in the presence of God. I tell you what, it's always fun when you're serving Him because you never really know, in part, what He's going to throw at you. I'm so grateful that we let Him be the one in charge here at this church. I'm so grateful for your willingness to go along with the move of the Spirit and let him move. Let me tell you what, what happened up here while we were praying. Um, people were worshiping the Lord while you were backing them up in prayer. People were getting set free up here. We had individuals repenting of sin and giving their hearts to Jesus up here. Um, all kinds of amazing stuff was happening. And It's special. It's special. It's special. Not three songs and 20 minutes talking and then out the door. This is what our country needs. This is what the world needs. Not rhetoric or repetition, but an authentic demonstration and move of the power of the Holy Spirit in the church. Makes all the difference in the world, guys. Makes all the difference in the world. Um, God Almighty. Media team, we're going to skip around quite a bit. I may end up coming back to this message later later on this year or maybe into next year, should the Lord allow. We're not going to get into the meat of all of this. I just I think the Lord has, has made the cake. We're just going to put a little bit of icing on it today. So excited about what God is doing in our church. I'm so grateful for you guys showing up today like you did on a horrible weather day. And it says a lot about you that you would prioritize the house of God and your walk with God. A big thank you to everyone who's joining us online today, too. Thank you for tuning in. And I know we have a lot of people out sick right now. this this a, a bad virus really going through this county and this area right now. So we're praying healing over you. I know many of you are home watching online. We love you and we miss you. Um, and again, a big welcome to everyone who may be watching online from different states in the country and different parts of the world. Um, we have people from Zimbabwe watching last week, I think, so that's pretty cool to see what the Lord has doing. I just, if you'll let me, I want to take just a couple of minutes and just share part of what I was going to share today that I believe echoes this. Man, our people are in desperate need of the Spirit of God to do stuff in their lives, you know, and there are things that the anointing of the Holy Spirit can do that, that no person could ever do, no matter how eloquent they talk or or it, it just there's just something about the Spirit of God speaking to you here yeah. that's different. So grateful for that in this place. How many of you would say that you believe that the the more effective and greater days of this church are ahead of it and not behind it. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. Every time I go before the Lord in prayer regarding the vision, of, by the way, if you're a guest here this morning, my name is Josh. Uh, I get the privilege of, of pastoring this church, and welcome to Eastgate Church um, and we hope you're feeling the presence of God with us today. We're so glad that you're here, and we hope that you be back next week to uh, to celebrate with us for our Christmas service on the 17th. It's going to be a really powerful, powerful day for sure. You're going to want to get here early because the place is going to be packed. We'll have out we'll have extra seats out, and everyone that calls Eastgate home will be home, and all the guests that will be here. It is going to be a fun day for sure. I think the greater days of the church, though, are ahead and not behind. I think anytime you find yourself talking about the good old days with regard to church and ministry, you're in trouble. You know, I think you celebrate the testimonies of the past, yes. but I get, I just get so frustrated around people when I hear them say, well back, y'all remember back when we did this, or remember back when, when we did that, and we had all this, that, and the other going on, not just specifically to this church, but in church world in general, it communicates something. That you're more excited about what happened then than the prospect of what can happen now. And I think scripture is true when it says that we serve a God who's able to do exceedingly more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that's at work within us. And as long as we as a church stay in a position of obedience and faith, there's no limit to what God can do in and through a group of people. Don't forget that the church that overtook the world started with one guy and 12 disciples. All of the large what you want to call quote unquote mega churches legitimate or not, they started somewhere. Every movement starts somewhere and we're definitely not starting. We're well into where God is taking us, but 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 I think um I think we'll look back on services like this and celebrate what God did. Amen. But I think even a year, two years from now, I'm just, can I, I'm just talking from the heart here a little bit. I, I, think, I think that we'll be amazed at what God was able to do through a few loaves of bread and some fish. Amen. Many or little as much in, in the hands of God for sure and a little bit of faith goes a long way and obedience goes a long way. I want to share with you a little a little bit of fun stuff um, from this past year and media guys if you would let let 's jump to um, the place where we were just going to give God some glory for some of the things that he had done over the past year it, through the ministries of this church um, and this is all to the glory of God and I know comparatively with other churches and endeavors these these numbers can be small, but these are significant for us because Man, don't, don't forget that we're not too far removed from COVID when we were just devastated as a body of believers. And now look what the Lord is doing and what he's done. His faithfulness is amazing. Um, through the course of this year, and our year isn't over yet, so look at the person next to you and say, it ain't over yet. Uh, we have been able to pray for over 800 people in our community. That is a huge deal a huge deal through social media outreaches and outreaches uh, physically and just interactions with people. We've been praying for a lot of people in our community, and we've seen a lot of those prayers answered to the glory of God. And, and today, we're, we're streaming the, the broadcast of the service today. And uh, so far this year, we've been able to see that broadcast hit 65 countries and 41 states in the U.S. out of Douglasville, Georgia. Um, I never want these numbers to g- become normal to us, ever, because we're reaching people whose lives. La- last week we set a recent record in views for the live stream broadcast that went out of this church. Um, getting, uh, we're getting feedback from people all over the world. Like, like I said, in Zimbabwe, South Africa, Pakistan, um, People talk to us, and it's cool to see what God is doing. Not just that, but we're reaching people weekly through the broadcast of the radio station. And um, just tens and thousands, potentially hundreds of thousands or millions throughout the state and all the listening areas of the radio station. It's just been amazing. But I'm all about practical stuff, and I think I get excited more about that than anything else. So, so far this year, we've been able to practically help 72 families with food and housing um, through the ministries of Eastgate Church and our ministry network in the county, making sure that we can see people taken care of and not just saying God loves you, but showing them that God loves them. All to the glory of God. And I think that makes a huge difference. Just recently, we were able to partner up with the pantry here in Douglasville and, and help feed over 400 families and serve them Thanksgiving meals. That's amazing. Um, behind the scenes, we've quietly seen a small record set recently for our church. We've we put a big focus on home missions and foreign missions, and this year from our church, we've seen $16,726 in change given and invested in missions from our church this year. We should give some shout to God for that. It's <laughs> just absolutely amazing when you think about it. This is what I get a little more excited about than, than anything else, because those things are great, but it's got to produce fruit, and the fruit is always in changed lives. Numbers are numbers, but when it comes to people being changed, that's where it's at, you know. And so far this year, because today what December 10th, so we've got a few more weeks left in this year. Uh, we have seen 195 people make decisions for Jesus this year. So... I tell you what, I think we need to fix that, though. We need to put 196 decisions for Jesus up there because we saw someone give their heart to the Lord today. Why is that significant? Because at the beginning of the year, we said, wouldn't it be crazy if the Lord helped us reach over 200 people for Jesus this year? Wouldn't that be amazing? 196 as of today, Christmas service is next week. Then we've got... A couple of more services after that. Guys, look what the Lord is doing with a group of people crazy enough to step out and do something for Him. We're going to see that goal crushed for the kingdom of God. And I get excited about this one too. So far this year, because we've got another baptism coming up on New Year's Eve, uh, so far this year, we've seen 51 people baptized. 51 people (laughs) baptized. This is awesome. And I love that. I love what the Lord has done. But like I said earlier, I don't, I want to celebrate it, but I don't want to live there. You know, I want to celebrate it, but I want to take new ground. And I want to celebrate it and remember his faithfulness because it helps in the storms like we talked about today where you're trying to fill the gaps and figure out what the next steps are and trusting the Lord in seasons where things don't quite make sense i don't want to be satisfied i never want to take our foot off the gas here as a church ever i'm so blessed as a pastor i don't know if you saw the 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 front lobby area when you came into the church today Uh, it looks a little different today um we had a a water leak uh this uh, wednesday night when we were having rehearsals for christmas of all times Uh, A pipe gets busted, and water's flooding that front area. And I watched immediately people just start to go to work. And they grab towels, and they grab mops, and they grab dust pans, and they're scooping water into buckets and trying to get the water out of the place while other people were shutting the water off, and the the cleanup took place. And reality began to hit a little bit that as we were taking the floor apart to get it off the floor so we could dry out the, the floor underneath it, uh, there's a lot of water out there. It was amazing. We almost had a water park here at Eastgate <laughs> Church. Just a couple of slides, and, dude, we, we'd have been set, you know. Um, and and so reality began to hit that, you know what, because of the damage and uh, some of the floor breaking as we were pulling it out to dry things out, that we were just going to have to replace all of this stuff. And I'm immediately in my mind, I go, oh, man. We just came out of Fall Fest as a church and just spent a ton of money loving on our community, as it should be, you know. Um, we just spent a lot of money prepping for Christmas, and we're in this weird in-between time. Lord, how are we going to cover this? We checked out the deductible <laughs> on our insurance. It's way higher than we wanted to to, to throw out money for. And y'all know how that goes sometimes. And So we're doing the math, and we were like, man, bet- before you pay for all the materials and the labor. I mean, we're looking at more than, than, than 7000 probably closer to $10,000 combined for all of it. And I'm like, how is that even going to, how are we, we going to do this? And then I watched something else happen that was amazing. I watched people uh, connected to our church and people outside of the church. Um, when they heard the, the, the need, they, they came up and my phone started ringing and I started getting messages and said, hey, pastor, um, here's what we can do. We want to help out, and, hey, we went, and I would messaged the board and said, hey guys, we need to pray about this, because we got a mess we need to fix, um, and I'm not sure how it's all going to play out, but listen to what the Lord had done. Make a long story short, when it was all said and done, because individuals, and I, it's funny, I never really asked anyone in the church for anything, it, it's, it's just cool to see how the Lord provides all of the material for the repairs was donated. all of the all of the labor to repair the plumbing work was donated. Yeah. All of all of the labor to put in the new flooring which we're still in the process of doing right now was donated. It's amazing. It didn't cost us anything. Because God provided. That's absolutely amazing to me. This is all awesome. And I've been thinking, you know, since we got the news, I said, wow, how awesome it is to see what the Lord is doing and how awesome it is to be a part of a church where um, people have the heart to come together to make that kind of thing happen, whether they're giving time to, to clean stuff up or they're giving money to cover the cost for things. It's humbling to watch the Lord do what he does. And I'm just grateful to be a part of this church and grateful to serve But I don't want to be satisfied with that. I want to be satisfied with that because I look around and I see things like this, and I know you do too. When I see numbers that tell me that every day 3,703 teens attempt suicide in the U.S., that's every day. And I know we can't get satisfied with where we are or what the Lord has done. I see numbers like 46.3 million people in the U.S., abusing drugs and alcohol over this year. That breaks down to one out of every six people, roughly, in the U.S. Why? To cover the pain and escape reality, for the most part. Got a lot of people to reach for Jesus. Over 26 million people worldwide, approximately, are victims of human trafficking we got to do something about that. Amen. And what people don't realize is that in the U.S., the state of Georgia ranks number three in the country for human trafficking. We've got a lot of people to reach for Jesus. We've got a lot to do for the kingdom of God. Sometimes we get so caught up with our own lives, especially in, in this season of Christmas where if if you're like us, is how do we get gifts for the people we need to get gifts for and figuring out how to see family that needs to be seen? We forget that stuff like this in India, there are more people living in poverty, listen to this, than the entire population of the United States. It's crazy. It's crazy. Out of sight, out of mind, I guess. Almost half the world's population lives on about $3 a day. It's amazing. You know, sometimes we fuss because we can't get the whatever the thing is that we want or go do the stuff that we want or we get upset because we have to cook food at home and don't get to go out and let somebody else do it for us. and. People are living on less than $3 a day. And I'm not trying to guilt anybody. It's just the reality of it all. You know, I I see stuff like this and it bugs me because I know as much as the Lord has done through us, there's so much more to be done for the kingdom of God. And I know we're not the only church on the planet trying to reach people for Jesus, but I don't want to leave one stone unturned. I don't want to leave one person out there that we have an opportunity to reach because they're too valuable In the eyes of Jesus, in Africa, so far this year, 380,000 people have died of AIDS. There's a lot to do on the missions field. And I know this is going to hit home, but there's just no way to show pretty pictures of this. Just last week alone, last week alone, over 120,000 children died of hunger-related diseases. That's one every 10 seconds. As much as we've done, I just I, w- I want to do more. I know we can't do it all, but I want to do our part, you know, as, as a church. And while we're meeting today and God's doing all of this that he's doing here, there are churches all over the world that don't have the freedom that we have. In fact, uh, tens of thousands of Christians right now are being persecuted because of their faith in countries like China, Laos, North Korea, and all over the Middle East. They're thrown in prison, they're tortured, and they're executed for doing what we're doing today. For even having possession of a Bible. This is so funny to me what people complain about sometimes, you know? I don't like the color of the wall. I don't like the color of the chairs. I don't like the, trust me, I feel you on the chairs. (laughs) you on that, but they won't die, these things, man, they, they've lasted forever, and praise God for that, as it should be, you know, Complain about, the, I don't like the Christmas trees, because I think Christmas trees represent, look, I tell you what, you stay home, and you blog all you want to, and post on social media all you want to, we're going to show up, and we're going to reach people for Jesus, Amen. you know, um, we get so distracted on things that don't matter, man, there's people that don't even have the freedom to do what we're doing here today, and I just... I wanted to offer a little bit of perspective because there's so much to be done for the kingdom of God. I'm so grateful for what he's doing in our church. I never want to become that church that's satisfied. I never, y- y'all understand what I say when I say that I don't want to be that country club that calls itself a church. I don't want to be that group of people that's comfortable with us and looking out of the corner of our eye at everybody else. Man, far be it from us. That's not the kingdom of God. That's not what his church was meant to be. I just want to reach people. I just want to reach people. I want people to experience what we were experiencing today. I want people to feel the love and the power of God. You know, not some religious baloney that they could get anywhere else. And I praise God for the the churches that do get it right. I'm not saying we're the only one. I think there's too much church hate out there too. There's a lot of great churches with a lot of great people with great hearts wanting to do stuff for the kingdom of God. I just want to do our part too. Wanna reach as many people as we possibly can for Jesus. Isn't it an honor? Isn't it a privilege? Isn't it special? be able to experience what we experience. we got to reach some people. we got to reach some people. And Jesus gave that command to the early church. He said, go into all the world and preach the good news. Disciple, baptize. That's the work of the church. That's our job. He equips, he empowers, he provides. It's our job to be obedient. Amen.